0: Hello, Beastie, welcome back to Big Sis Bex Podcast with me, Rebecca Bilger. And today, we are going to dig down into a topic that's, I think, is starting to get a bit hotter, and it's about hot girl winter. And it's just ridiculous, really. Because here we go again, we had hot girl summer, people like youngsters, also like old people like me, um... We're always thinking that, oh my God, now I need to do this workout and eat this way and I need to do that and this and listen to that podcast and I need to read those books and I need to be that girl. You are already that girl. You have her inside you or them inside you, the, the man inside you. I want to talk to everyone here. So you don't need to prove yourself to be a specific way to be that person you want to be. You already have all the answers in you, really, but sometimes it's hard to hear them because there's so much much buzz in the world. There's so much buzzing around when it comes to how you should look, how you should eat, how you should feel and move. And today, I really want to talk a lot about the movement part because I spent ten years in restriction and cons- compensation just because. I thought that I needed to move every single day. If I didn't move, if I didn't train, I, would, I wouldn't reach my performance goal. I would be the worst athlete ever. I wouldn't have the athlete body. I would be seen as lazy. I would be seen as not taking care of my health. I would be risking my health and etc. But the thing is, you are risking your health in so many ways when you can't take a break. When you can't stop and just smell the roses, kind of. Because why do we have holidays? We have them because we want to celebrate something. And it doesn't really matter what you want to celebrate. I mean, Christmas for me is more like the jewel aesthetic. I love the jule. Uh, it's the Swedish tradition where we have a, like a jewel, a jewel goat. I don't know what it's called in English, actually. It's called like a jewel Um... It's like a mountain goat kind of thing. And it's from a very past history thing with creatures. And, well, this is not a history lesson. However, I'm just going trying to say that I celebrate Christmas the way I want to. Because I do the things I look forward to. I go to Christmas markets. I eat candy canes. I bake Christmas goods. Uh, both. Some healthy, some non-healthy. And it's okay to see this things as healthy and unhealthy, but I like to see it more as more nutritious and more soul food. Just because I don't like the mindset around white and black thinking when it comes to this is right and this is wrong. You know, like you're like thinking in a, inside a box, like see, thinking outside the box instead. Because the thing is, how you want to celebrate Christmas is more important than how you look at Christmas. Nobody is going to remember how you look at Christmas until you're having a mental illness. Because then everyone is going to look and notice because then it's all their problems, kind of. Uh, I felt like that when I had my eating disorder. And it was like everyone was looking at me and just controlling that I'm eating. And, of course, I can't, you can't compare your store with my store because we are from totally different backgrounds. But I just want you to embrace the thought of how would your Christmas look like if you didn't have any, like, restrictions or compensation. And I don't mean to say that you have, but just look at your Christmas now. And if you feel like sometimes you say no due to something related to that you think that is going to affect your health and body uh, workout or performance? Why do you think that? Why do you think that eating candy canes every day for a month will hurt your performance or your body? Because I can literally say that it won't. Of course, we have all different backgrounds. I can't tell a, some a person with diabetes what to eat and not to eat because I'm not a. Re- registered dietitian I'm not here even to say that but what I'm just trying to say and like just give you some like big sisterly advice on is to instead of seeing the the latest trend on TikTok and social media if you like it just try to see it as okay hot girl winter what does that even mean it means that you have an attitude an attitude of a hot girl and an attitude of a hot girl means actually, that you can eat whatever the F you want. Have that saffron bun, have that ginger snap and do it without guilt. Do it without feeling ashamed. Do it without going training for an extra hour. If you miss your latest training session, please don't add another one just to try to compensate and make it a balance in your training workout. It's okay. The thing is, what, what matters is the whole picture. Will I eat a candy cane every day for a year? Probably not, because I think I might grow sick of it. But will I, from here and there, eat some chocolate and give myself the permission to have that cake, like, slice of cake? Will I bake things during the year? Of course I will. Because everything has its purpose in you even the cakes and bobas and the cookies. Fearing and feeling guilt, guilty about having a cookie is more riskful and hurting for your health and well-being than actually eating the cookie. And that's because living with that fear and anxiety is actually causing you internal stress. And as we know it, The most important part to actually have a body that functions properly is sleep, is good gut health, it's a good like work-life balance, because otherwise you will get stressed. Stress is one of the biggest criminals when it comes to health. I really mean it. Stress has destroyed so many opportunities for me and it also was like contributing to me quitting gymnastics as well. Because I was feeling stressed and I couldn't like really, well, we're not going to go go into that. But stress is such a, like a thief of joy. And it's so important to just remember that feeling like that is going to cause you much more pain than actually just eating the cookie and enjoy it. And to practice this, to get to this point is, it's so freeing to have that food freedom. And that's not really what I why I started the podcast today. I just getting into it with a flow right now. What I really wanted to give you today is five questions to ask yourself. And these five questions are really important because they're going to show if you have a good relationship to moving your body or not. And with a good relationship, I mean that this movement, like this training and Workout routines you have are actually related to you feeling better both in your body and mind and soul Not only trying to change your appearance Okay, are you ready? Let's go number one if You reach your goal, but nothing has really changed in your appearance or your like weight Would you still be proud over yourself? Like if you reach, for example, now you can finally run 5k. Will you be proud of yourself, even if you might not have any visible results? Number two. If your friend is in a real need of some support at night, let's say they are crying or something has happened and they really need you. Will you be there for them? and ignore that workout routine. But now to the important question, will you be there and what will you do after that night? Are you going to add another routine to your week? Are you going to like push it in, make make the next routine longer? Like what are you going to do the rest rest of the week if you missed one workout? And how will that affect you? Are you doing that because you have a certain goal and you need to really be able to do that routine? I mean, if you go into a sport, might needing to practice some more routes. Um, But if you go into the gym, are you going to the gym once more just because you missed one workout? So you push it like on a rest day? Or are you going to just let it be and give yourself just more energy to next session? Number three, three, sorry, three. Will you be very worried or like, how would you take if you would end up with an injury? Would that worry you? Would you get increased anxiety due to it? How would you move your body? Would you pressure yourself to go to the gym? Would you just let yourself rest? We can take another example. What would you do if you were at bed rest four weeks because you've been ill? Are you going to think that you need now to work twice as hard at the gym to reach that goal? Or are you going to maybe just reschedule the deadline or just make sure that you not pushing through but more like actually listen to your body? Like what will you do? Will you think that you are behind or are you going to just understand that right now I'm ill and I will get there soon? Number four, how do you look at workouts? Isn't a workout only possible to do at the gym? Can it be done at home? How long is a workout for you? Must it be 60 minutes, an hour like, or maybe one and a half hours? Or could it maybe just be 10 minutes? How long must it be for you? And is that true? Is it true that you can't actually count a workout that is 10 minutes? Is that not okay? And along with that, how do you look at certain workouts? Is pilates not a workout to fuel yourself for? But a hit session is. Is a yoga po- a session like a yoga class? Isn't that something to fuel yourself after? A very boot camp session is. So, like, are you understanding the need of fuel no matter the workout? Or are you just categorizing them in the amount they burn calories? What are your view on working out during the holidays? Is it just to keep up with your consistency? Will you be able to get out of the gym just to make sure that you are having more time to enjoy the holiday, festive things on your to-do list? Or are you so stuck into going to the gym or going training just because otherwise you won't feel enough or good enough or feel that you have been consistent with your training? Or are you okay by actually going to the Christmas market instead of the gym once because the Christmas market happens once a year? And with that, are you training just at the holidays, an extra, or are you just training the same? Are you training the same to compensate, or are you training extra to compensate? This question is really important, because if you're training to compensate, are you really treating your body right? Are you thinking food as just a fuel and just letting yourself have it without it controlling your life? Because compensation, like compensating your food, is actually your food controlling your life and not you controlling your life. Lastly, number five. If you during the month start to feel a bit like weak maybe or not as yourself, you feel a bit swollen, will you go to the gym and compensate by training harder or thinking that now you need to really push through there's something wrong with yourself just because you're feeling differently or you can't lift the way you wanted to lift or maybe maybe even just looking differently and just to point this out for women like females with like biology vaginas and periods um we have a four week circle like so it's four periods like not periods but there's four phases cycles in each month And so if you're going to actually compare your performance, you need to do that at the same week, like cycle one and one, two and two, three, three, four, four, because your week, like cycle four and cycle two aren't the same. So that's just an important side note for all the, the girlies out there. Okay, the girl beasties. Because... If you're just tra- trying to train harder due to an emotion, maybe you should try to regulate yourself a bit. See what is that emotion actually connected to. Because that emotion could be worried or anxiety. And something that i I really advocating for is that if you feel anxiety, or if you if you feel it, you need to like vent it you need to if you feel it you need to know it kind of so if you feel anxious because you're bloating why it's okay to feel uncomfortable when you're bloating but why are you feeling anxious like why not just let yourself be a bit bloated it's okay the world doesn't end you doesn't end people won't see you less because you're a bit bloated i get bloated too So these five questions, I just want you to like rewind for a bit and just take out a piece of paper and and pen and write them down and just reflect on them. Because it has taught me so much when it comes to, do I have a good relationship to training, movement, my body? Or am I training just to compensate? And just ask yourself, like this will be a bonus, but ask yourself, Why are you training the way you do? Is it really something you enjoy? Because I can tell you that I was training in a way that I thought I was enjoying. But in reality, I was just doing it because it was the highest burn of calories. Or like this was the way to burn extra fat or something. Um, And the thing is, when I realized that I'm not doing this because I like it, I'm just doing it because I want to compensate. I took it away because I am willing to put myself first before the anxiety. And that is self-respect, to just know that I'm not going to let myself be treated this way. And that is just something I can do. No one else can like, treat me that way. Like if, and if someone would treat me that way, I will stand up for myself and say, hey, you can t- can't treat me that way. But let's not be double moral, like double moral as yesterday. I can't tell someone else not to treat me that way and then treat myself that way. That's not okay. The same way goes with I can't just go treat other people in the best way ever and then treat myself shitty. Stand up for yourself. And then be a bit of the grown up and know that you can take good and wise decisions. And those decisions you need to also base on your health. Sometimes standing up for yourself means that you need to just show up at the gym. Because you promise yourself to take care of your health and move your body. And sometimes it means to not showing up at the gym for eight months. I did that once. And I can tell that there was a very little difference the only difference was that when I was done with those eight months, I had kind of cured my uh, hormon- hormonal balance a bit. No, not a hormonal balance. Sorry, that was a way later. I'm going back in the memory lane. Um, after those eight months, I have restored my metabolism. That's it. That. So after those eight months, I restored my metabolism, and when I cure my hormonal balance, it was actually these past three months. Um, But anyways, that's not what this podcast is about today. But just take this with you. Because you can have a hot girl winter just by having that attitude of a hot girl. You can have a hot girl autumn, hot girl spring. Give yourself the power or take back that power and put it in yourself. Knowing that it is all about attitude. Attitude. Rock that body, rock that mind, rock the autumns and seasons and holidays. Romanticize your life. Live your life. I can't say that enough. Live your life. You don't live life by compensating it. Being you, like, be the control of your life. Don't let food or training control your life. Because your life is so much more than just training and eating in a certain way. It has so much flavors when you find that freedom. And also so much more movement and joy of movement when you find that kind of freedom. And with that said, thank you so much for listening to do- on today's podcast episode. It is day 10 out of 12. We have two more days to go before we're going back to once a week podcasting. It has been a blast of fun and I feel so much more fueled by doing these uh, not short ones because I've been podcasting for 20 minutes already but I've just been more fueled by all the creativity by actually creating more than I consume and I think we will be talking about that after Christmas however now it's time to say goodbye and I will see you well not see you but I will you will hear from me tomorrow okay Hugs, bye, and remember, you can always find me on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. The name is Rebecca Bilger. Bye!